Hi there, I would love to tell you about an amazing small group mentoring program called Flight School that is run by The Nest. Flight School is a small group online mentoring program and we currently run two schools. Each school is made up of five groups and group sizes are roughly 40 people per group. The schools run for 60 consecutive weeks and is conducted on the Zoom platform. There are 15 mentors in each school and you get to spend four weeks with each mentor before moving on to the next mentor. Each session is roughly two hours long. In each school you get to pick from five time zones. You get a first and second choice, just in case we are not able to accommodate your first choice due to numbers. Registrations are currently open and the schools both start in the first week of July 2022. Let me introduce you to the mentors and their subjects in School 1. Ian Clayton Your Spirit Man Grant Mahoney Dominion in Relation to Nature, Angels, the Cloud of Witnesses, and the Being of Holiness Samantha Mahoney What the Health Mario Salinas Wealth Builders Stevie McKee The Deeper Way Lindy Masters Walking in the Cube and Spiritual Points of Your Life Teresa Bowen Meditating in Christ Jessica Wright Enveloped Worship Melanie Nevenhays Walking with Holy Spirit Jane Schroeder Places in the Heavenly Realms Rick Nevenhays Maturing as Sons Carl Whitehead The Interrelational Narrative of Genesis Elijah Ward A Ministry of Seeing Ray Hughes David, Singer of Secrets, Dancer of Dreams Parker Thomaston Kingdom Culture In school too you will have the same mentors but the subjects are different. Ian Clayton The Spirit of Wisdom Grant Mahoney The Spirit of Honor Samantha Mahoney Physician Heal Thyself Mario Salinas Deeper into the Mountain of Finance Stevie McKee Gleaning from the Revivalists of Old Lindy Masters Accessing the Door of Full Supply and Engaging Faith Teresa Bowen Upper Waters Journey Jessica Wright From the Heart of a Song Melanie Nevenhays Meditation and Scripture Expansion Jane Schroeder The Technology of the Blood Rick Nevenhays The Power of Breath, the Veil and the Echo Chamber of Light Carl Whitehead Interactive Narrative, the Life of Abraham and Sarah Elijah Ward Rediscovering the Throne Ray Hughes Legends Lost Heroes Unsung Parker Thomaston Hearing, Seeing, Speaking and Being What a wonderful set of subjects in both schools, it would be hard to choose which one to do first. As a participant in these schools you are able to engage in conversation, ask questions, converse with you classmates and the mentor forming close community. On top of all of this, you also have access to the community forum. There are two forums that you will be a part of, the first is the general forum. This is where you get to communicate with all the students in the school. Then there is your group forum, this is just for the students in your group. The forums are a great place to write out your experiences, engage with your classmates, and your mentors at any time. 
All of the sessions are recorded and you are able to download both the video and audio files so that you can listen to them at your leisure. The cost for the school is $2,000 per person if you are paying in full. If you would like to pay by installments then a $400 deposit is required and 10 consecutive payments of $180 a month. There are no refunds as per the school's terms and conditions. We would love to have you join us on this amazing journey. To find out more information please go to www.thenesttribe.com. God's richest blessings and we hope to see you online. Welcome to Origin Gates Podcast Wisdom's Echo. It's great to be with you today. I am Mel Neven Hayes and today I want to talk about the power of choice. Now, as you may know, my my last podcast, I released a meditation called Releasing Trauma, which I really hope has benefited a lot of people who have found themselves dealing with trauma, with a whole lot of stuff that is going on in the world at the moment, and maybe even personally within your own lives. And so, you know, personally, I've been on this process of, or this journey of navigating trauma in my own life, and it's basically trauma that's been caused by giving birth in a pandemic, um, or it's been not being able to find food because of a a huge, you know, looting uh, thing that went on in our city, to now we've recently had crazy floods, and it's brought about a whole lot of devastation and loss of life. And so, you know, a, a lot of these things have released triggers within my body um, and also mainly within my soul realm, within my emotions. And so I have become very aware of my body. I like to listen to my body, I like to listen to my feelings so that I can walk in healing and in um, divine health, whole body, soul and spirit. And so I've just really been engaging with the word and worship and meditations just to bring healing to my body, to my soul and to my spirit so that I don't allow these traumatic events that have happened around me to dictate my life and how I should be feeling, but rather me taking responsibility for myself so that I cannot be a victim of everything that's going on around me, but rather an overcomer walking in victory because I am a son of Yahweh. I recently came across this quote by Michelle Rosenthal, which I just thought was amazing. And the quote says this, trauma creates change you don't choose. Healing is about creating change you do choose. I love this because it's showing that we have got power. When trauma happens to us, it is something that happens to us. We don't choose it. It um, releases things around us that we have no control over. And so it brings about a change we have not chosen. And that is often just, it can throw us out crazily. It can make us feel very uncomfortable. It brings about a whole lot of emotions and, and things up within us because it is something thrown on us that we did not choose, right? And so we can either stay in that place of chaos going, oh, I don't know all these emotions, I'm feeling the chaos, I'm feeling the panic, I'm feeling all these emotions and feelings and your body can go into a huge uh, place of pain and aches and, and illness or we can actually choose healing. Healing is about creating change you do choose. So this is something that I have really just been thinking about lately, 
in that it is up to us to choose what we want in our lives. When things have gone around us, um, when things have got bandy around us, when circumstances are not the way we hoped they would be, when hope deferred makes the heart sick, when, when we feel we are experiencing trauma or any kind of just negative uh, emotion, we then have the choice. Do we allow that negative circumstance to dictate how we're going to move forward in life? Or are we going to choose healing? Are we going to choose life and live from that place? And so within myself, I have obviously been wanting and have been choosing life. I have been choosing healing because I don't want to walk in a place of being told by circumstance, told by trauma, how I need to feel, how I need to respond, how I need to embrace the triggers. No, it's not about that. It's about healing and walking in divine health within our body, soul, and spirit. And so when I was pondering on all of this, Psalm 30 verse 5 came to me, which says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And this is the thing. Joy always comes. We've got to seek out joy. We have to choose joy. It is there to be found. We just have to make the choice in order to step into that place, into joy, to embrace joy, to become joy. Because joy is the strength. For the joy of the Lord is my strength, is what scripture says. And so we just have to choose it. It is completely up to us on what we choose. Because that choice will determine the outcome for our lives. The way we're going to move forward. It is completely in our hands. Your healing is completely in your hands. Now, we need to make this choice. Are we going to listen to our bodies and make the necessary changes and choices to bring healing to our bodies? We need to feel our feelings, process them, and then choose wisely, choose correctly, choose positively on how we're going to move forward. I don't want us to be sitting in a place where we are experiencing trauma or sadness or depression or whatever the case may be, you know, just think on negative things, right? I don't want us to be sitting in that place going, okay, I can't feel my emotions. I need to just push them down and I'll fake it till I make it. I am joyful. Hallelujah. No, I am all about feel your feelings. If you have feelings bubbling up within you, then get them out, cry, scream, huff and puff. I don't know, do what you've got to do to allow those feelings to come out, feel them, acknowledge them, and then lay them down at the feet of Yeshua and take on his joy. Scripture says, for his burden is light and his yoke is easy. And so we need to allow ourselves to process what we're feeling lay it down at the feet of Yahweh, receive the life and the joy that he has for us and choose to walk in that healing. It is our choice. So I have been choosing this kind of change for my life, choosing not to allow the triggers around me to dictate how I should be feeling and, and where I should be going in life. And so I have really found that worshiping Yahweh has been very key for me in this process of choosing correctly. 
Now we know that. I mean, worship is amazing. But I'm talking about like true worship, at, like just what it says in, in John 4 verse 24 in the Passion Translation. It says, For God is a spirit and he longs to have sincere worshipers who adore him in the spirit, in the realm of the spirit and in truth. So we are to, Yahweh longs for us to worship him in spirit and in truth, to be sincere in our worship, to adore him in his spirit realm, in his kingdom realm. We've got to come to this place. This is what Yahweh longs for. And then in Hebrews 13, verse 15, it says, Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. The Passion Translation says that uh, not by him, but through him, through Yeshua, let us continually offer up the sacrifice of praise. So I love this. Everything is choice, right? And so when we worship, we need to make that choice to not only worship from a soulful place of Jesus, look what you've done for me. Jesus can, you know, thank you for loving me. Thank you for, for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for choosing me. We've got to get away from that. If we're wanting to see the power of worship, the kind of worship that shifts and changes the atmosphere and the frequency within us, then we've got to take the the focus off of us, the focus off that I am worthy to be loved by him and actually to put it onto him and go, holy, 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 you are good all the time. You are worthy of all praise and to worship him. We've got to choose our worship correctly to come to that place of being a sincere worshiper of Yahweh, worshiping him in the kingdom realms through the door of Yeshua, presenting the fruit of our lips as we praise his name and we give thanks to him. Now, this is the thing. It's a sacrifice of praise. What does that mean? A sacrifice of praise is when we praise Yahweh, we 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 thank him for his goodness, even though we're not feeling it right now. We are praising him with hope, for hope in the future. One of the key moments for me was when I was trying to fall pregnant with my first child. A five-year journey, a very long journey, a very painful journey. A lot was learned, and I think I have shared on that as well. But in this time, I learned to praise Yahweh for the hope that was before me. I was able to offer up that sacrifice of praise, going, even though my heart is broken, even though I've not yet seen the fulfilled promise before me, I choose to praise you. I choose to offer up the sacrifice of praise because I will carry on declaring that you are good no matter what. And my husband was doing the same thing. And one thing he said to me that he learned through an encounter in that, in that sacrifice of worship is that Yahweh said to him, praise me like this now, because you will never be able to praise me like this again. When the, when the answer to the prayer comes, your praise changes. And that is completely right, because as soon as we found out we were pregnant and I was 
I was in church and I was worshiping, I could feel my worship was different because I wasn't offering up that sacrifice anymore because I had received the promise. I had received the goodness. And so I was able to worship differently. And I actually got to a place where I, I missed the, the cry of that worship. I missed the depths. I think that's the right word. The depths of that sacrifice of praise. And obviously I've been able to, throughout my life, uh, find new ways of offering up a sacrifice of praise. But there's something so deep and so powerful when we do offer up a sacrifice of praise. And so it is to be in that place where we don't feel like it, where we feel depressed or we feel angry or we feel hopeless or whatever the case may be. Everything is despair around us, okay? You can just see that darkness. It is in that place. It is in that place where you are looking for the goodness of God, when you are determined to choose life, even though the circumstances around you are saying, no, there is none here. It is in those places to go, I will praise you, Yahweh. Why? Because when we behold him, when we set our gaze on him, what we behold, we will become. And when we connect with his frequency through worship, we will begin to have that frequency change and shift things within us. And that is when healing comes. Because joy always comes in the morning. I want to read this research uh, quote to you by a Dr. Carl Peterson. I love this because they did, they did some research on some, on some people who prayed in tongues and just to see what happens in the brain. And I love that there's this evidence, which is amazing. And so through research and testing, Dr. Carl Peterson found out that as we pray in the spirit or worship in the spirit in our heavenly language, there is activity that begins to take place in our brain. As we engage in our heavenly language, the brain releases two chemical secretions that are directed into our immune systems, giving us a 35 to 40% boost to the immune system. This promotes healing within our bodies. Amazingly, this secretion is triggered from a part of the brain that has no other apparent activity in humans and is only activated by our spirit-led prayer and worship. I mean, how amazing is that? So, when we are praying in tongues, and we are worshipping Yahweh, from that place of spirit to spirit, deep to deep, right? We are activating a part of our brain that has no apparent, uh, no other apparent use other than to release a secretion into our bodies that boosts our immunity, our immune system 30 to 40% as we continue to pray in tongues and worship in the spirit. The choice is ours if we want to walk in true healing, if we want to uh, become what we behold. You know, if we're wanting to become mature sons and we, we want to become like Yeshua, we got to choose right. And so, yes, life can suck sometimes. 
hard things come our way sometimes. But when we are in that hard time, we have a choice to make. What are you going to choose? And I want to encourage you today, choose life, choose healing, choose joy, choose to worship, choose to offer up a sacrifice of praise because the shift will come. And as you worship him, your body will even begin to heal itself because it is programmed that way. And when you begin to pray in tongues, your brain is activated to release strength to your immunity. And when we worship and behold him and his frequency, we will become like that which we behold and the frequency within us will change. And so today I encourage you, choose life choose well.